What's going on, everybody? All right, we're just going to jump right into this. Uh, I know that this is another me not at the studio, but I'm traveling at the moment, have a lot of meetings, but I've just seen some things in the wake of the Nashville shooting that is infuriating to me. One, I am still waiting on Joe Biden to say in any way, shape, form, or fashion that he stands with and alongside the Christian community. I'm waiting on any major company of any kind, Home Depot, Academy Sports, Lowe's, Nike, anybody, Pepsi, anyone, literally anyone, saying that they stand with the Christian community in this blatant and obvious premeditated hate crime against Christians. But no, what is actually happening right now? What's happening is I have never seen more people sympathize and borderline, if not actually defend this horrific piece of human garbage that was the shooter of these innocent children. And then I saw this news clip today from Joy Reid at MSNBC with a transgender, it is a man dressed up as a woman sitting with a priest. Now, I'm not sure what kind of denominational priest this is. I'm going to guess Methodist. I'm not 100% sure. But listen to this clip. It's about two minutes, all right? And listen to the abominations, the blasphemy, the outright delusions that are being spoken. Here it is. And Charlotte, I mean, the thing is that there are real people that are being impacted. Your community is being impacted. And and I wonder if there is a way to disentangle people's sort of not understanding of trans folks, right? I think the T is the toughest one in the alphabet <laughs> soup, right? In the LGBTQ, the, the T gets get, right, because people don't have an understanding. People, yeah. even if they're not mean or not angry, don't have an understanding. Is there a way to sort of disentangle people's not, lack of understanding from this this moral panic is now getting drag shows banned, even though that isn't trans. No, no. And, <laughs> and I think children are only unsafe at drag shows when a shooter shows up to kill them. That's right. That's where the threat is. I would challenge anyone just to get to know trans people. We are a vibrant, diverse community, as diverse as anyone else. You know, I'm from the great state of Texas. I served in the military. I go to church every Sunday. My faith is very important to me. But God made me in her image. God made me transgender. And to see these people so cynically weaponize this and exploit these children's debts and their teachers' debts, it breaks my heart. I wonder what those families are thinking right now. What do you what do you feel when you have somebody like Michael Knowles say at CPAC, we need to eradicate transgenderism, and when somebody like Tucker Carlson says that transgender people are at war with Christians? I can't see Christ in their words. That's for sure. I can't see where the biblical principles of loving your neighbor and walking the walk with Christ that they can see. I, I can't see what they're seeing right now because that's not of Christ. It's not. Yeah, and, and I'll give you the last word. I'll be stronger. This is anti-Christ. Yes. This is anti-gospel, anti-Christ. And so this is a false worship we're confronting here. We've got to confront it theologically yeah. and not just politically. Amen. Politicians could do something if they wanted to. What's behind that is they are worshiping a false god, and they are literally sacrificing all our children. I'm from MSU. Yeah. When the hit, shooting hit, 50,000 kids, all the parents called. Yeah. Parents got to not just start 
keep calling. Parents and students have to act That's right. to change all this. And we can do it. Amen. We can do it. Amen. Uh, Charlotte Clymer. Let's pray for Stay the families. safe. We absolutely are. Absolutely. Uh, Charlotte Clymer, Jim Wallace. Thank you both. Thank I you really Jim. appreciate it. I really, you were the two specific people that I wanted to talk to about this today. So thank you for making yourselves available. All right. So let's dissect this. God made me in her, her image. Her image. God is not, God is not a female. It, look, this debate is not difficult. Okay. First of all, I'll get to the priest here in a moment. What you're hearing from the transgender community, the LGBTQ community, this is a longstanding sickness of false, weak, watered-down biblical doctrine that has now transformed into an all-out mental illness of confusion that has led to an abomination of false teachers and blasphemous teaching. And it all spawns from the top. But let's just dissect this whole transgender thing now. I'm tired of it, man. Literally, the Bible just puts this thing to an end in the first book of the Bible. Not only that, in the first chapter of the first book of the Bible, Genesis 1, verses 27, it doesn't get more plain than this. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Okay, so that, therefore, God is male, right? Okay, all right. God, in his, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Okay, so God has established two things here. He has created man in his own image. So he, God, he created him. That's what it says. In the image of God, he created him. One more time, just so we can end this God is heard debate right now. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. In the image of God, he created him. Do you understand? It's very simple. And then it further goes on to say, male and female, he created them. It doesn't say male, female, male, female, female, male, him, her, she, her, they, them, it, that, etc. or the other. It doesn't say any of those things. So God ends the debate on whether or not he is male or female in Genesis 1, verse 27. Okay? In the image of God, he created him. He, God, he, he, God, he. Not God, her, God, she, no. God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Okay? So the transgender debate on whether or not God made anything other than male or female is over with. It's done. It's wrong. It's false teaching. It's a lie. Okay, and here's another lie. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling the bank. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never been more important. You need to switch to gold or precious metals right now with my friends at Birch Gold Group. 
Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k or your savings in general into an IRA in precious metal. All you need to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now to get a free info kit. Text the word Graham to 989898 right now to claim your free info kit today with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau Thousands of happy customers and countless five-star reviews. Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text the word Graham to 989898 right now. The only thing that God cannot do, it's in the book of Titus. Now, I'm not a preacher. I don't know exactly what verse it is. Maybe it's Titus 1.22. Hold on. All right. In Titus 1.2, it says, uh, in hope of eternal life, which God who never lies. It's the one thing God can't do. God can't lie. So when God tells you that he formed you in his mother in your mother's womb, he knew you before you were even born. He knew you either male or female. God can't lie. Also, God by saying things lie. And this is the thing. People that are transgender saying they go to church, they're Christians, that their faith is very important to them. But then they turn around and say, but God made a mistake with me. God made a mistake with me. God messed up when he made me because I, even though I was born a male, I'm actually a woman. Well, you can't believe in God, the God of the Bible, uh, the the, the all-perfect, sinless, absolute power of God. You cannot believe in the God of the Bible and then say, well, he made a mistake with me, though. God doesn't do that. God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't accidentally just mess up. You think God just messes up in the, just like, oh, sorry, yeah, oh, no, I meant to make you a a girl at the last second and I forgot. No, that is not how this works. This is false doctrine, false teaching, heresy blasphemy, everything, all of the above, whatever you want to say. Now let's talk about the priest here. All right, so the Methodist Church has been losing ground for a long time, absolutely have gone insane. But here is my question, and here is my challenge to every single pastor in a pulpit in America. And if you are listening to this, you need to send this to your pastors. And I am going to go ahead and say this right now. If your pastor on Sunday does not address what is going on in the persecution of Christians in this false doctrine that is infecting the world, that is transgenderism, that is this LGBTQ lifestyle, etc. You need to leave your church immediately. I don't care if you're in the middle of a series, and this is part five of seven, that you're in the series. If you're a pastor listening to this, you need to be a real pastor. I don't care what your series is. I don't care if you're talking about tithing, or I don't care if you're talking about giving, or I don't care if you're talking about marriage or relationships or whatever. Stop doing whatever you're doing and address the real issues of what is going on the end. Because your lack of speaking biblical truth, your lack of speaking from the pulpit, this is not a political thing. 
This is not a political issue. You cannot hide between the veils of politics. This is a theological issue. This is a spiritual battle, the end. And to everybody that will say, well, Graham, we're supposed to love everybody and we're supposed to be a light to everyone. No, duh. We're also supposed to be salt and light. Okay, so let me let me let, let me fix this real quick. Salt. Why are we supposed to be salt? Because back in Jesus's day, salt was used to prever- to preserve the decay of meat as long as possible. It was an example, an analogy. We as Christians are supposed to be salt to preserve and 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 postpone the decay of society as long as possible by every means necessary. We're also supposed to be a light. Graham, you're supposed to be a light. As a Christian, you're supposed to be a light. We're supposed to be a light. What does that mean? Define it. Define what being a light means. What does that mean? Define that. Because see, here's what I know. Uh, Christians are supposed to be a light, but light exposes the darkness. Light exposes what's hiding in the darkness. So by very definition, if we're supposed to be a light, we are supposed to expose the evil that is hiding in the darkness. Don't test me on this. Do not do it. Now is the time. I heard uh, Mike Todd not too long ago addressing transgenderism. And he said this. He said he doesn't know why some people have struggles. Okay. I can get around that. All right, sure. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why some people struggle with transgenderism and LGBTQ lifestyles, but the Bible is very clear. I will give him props for that. He said he would not perform a homosexual marriage. Good for him. But then he said something that I find where he backtracks a little bit and it goes with this weak stance theology. Then he says, as Christians, we don't have to know all the answers to stand with people. Okay, that's a cute little catchphrase word, but what does that mean? You don't have to know all the answers to love somebody, even if they're sinning. Even if they're sinning, you don't have to know the answers to to love them. Okay, I agree with that. But what does stand beside them in love mean? What does that mean? That's not good enough. That's not good enough of an explanation because you kind of just counteracted yourself there. Okay, You won't perform a wedding for them, but what does that mean you're going to stand beside them? Are you going to attend their marriage? Are you going to march in a pride parade? Are you going to stand at Capitol buildings where transgender activists right now are storming Capitol buildings across the nation? Are you going to be in that? What does that mean to stand beside people? What does that mean? See, pastors... You don't get the pass anymore of saying cutesy little phrases that sound good from the pulpit and they're good little sound bites, but they're hollow in nature and they lack real substance. See, we have a lot of motivational speakers in the pulpit right now, but we don't have very many warriors at all. And it is time that we have warriors in the pulpit. Now, some of you may be saying, Graham, you're, you're being very aggressive on this. You're right. I am being aggressive because I'm not a pastor. And I see evil getting prime time airtime to spread lies and false doctrine. Meanwhile, this Sunday, people are going to finish 
their seven-part series about tithing to the church. So Joy Reid and MSNBC and CNN and ABC and all these other people are giving transgender people airtime to spread this false doctrine, and they are using Christianity and perverting it to push their own perverted evil agendas. But we will not have pastors from the church counteracting evil with truth. All right, guys, what's going on? Look, it's time for you to get rid of the woke companies that do not care about you. AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint, all these places, they spit on your values every single day. So why are you still using them? Why not go to my company, Pure Talk? The CEO and chairman of the board is a U.S. veteran, and Pure Talk cares about supporting veterans and our military. When you become a Pure Talk customer, you have an option to support America's warrior partnership to prevent veteran suicide. Pure Talk is an American company who cares about creating American jobs. Their customer service team is right here in America and they make switching easy. Talk, text, and plenty of 5G data. It's just 30 bucks a month with no contract. You can keep your number, keep your phone, and the average family saves almost a thousand dollars a year. So go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code GRAHAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code GRAHAM, to save 50% off your first month. Go with America's company. Go with the company that shares your values. That's puretalk.com, promo code GRAHAM, now. Because we want to love everybody. We want to show grace with everybody. The time for grace is not now in the way that it's being said for the past 30 years. Grace oftentimes looks a lot like, hey, I love you so much that I cannot let this go. I cannot continue to let you do this. I cannot continue to let you live this lie. And you want to talk to me about, well, it's more difficult than that. Okay, if you're a Christian and you got a Christian friend and you know that they're cheating around on their wife or their husband, are you just going to sit there and love them through their sin and stand with them even though you know that they're doing wrong? Or are you going to look them in the eye and say, yo, that is wrong. You were wrong. The Bible says you're wrong. If you don't come clean to your spouse, I'm telling your spouse because our decisions have consequences. Most of you would probably say, well, of course I would approach somebody. Of course I would tell them. Then why is transgenderism and the LGBTQ community different? Why is it off limits? Why? Why are we allowing this false doctrine? Why are we allowing weak need pastors, weak need Christians to continue to take, to continue to pervert the church? to continue to pervert Jesus, to continue to pervert God, to continue to pervert Christianity. It's blasphemous. And now, where we are and where we stand, if you do not stand up, you are just as guilty as everybody else. Woo, that's going to hurt some of y'all's feelings, but it is absolutely the truth. See, I see people all the time that I know, pastors, a lot of them, and I hope that you're listening. And I hope that you send this to your pastors. See, pastors will post things in their stories and whatnot that is cutesy. And it's 
loving and all this other stuff. And then they'll post, you know, the little green thing on Instagram where you post just to your close friends. Then they'll post what they actually think in the green post to where everybody can't see it. That is cowardice. You are a coward. If you won't say it in front of everybody, then you don't actually believe it. You talk about and you act what you actually believe. The end. That's what a conviction is. A conviction and a value and a moral is not something that hides when it's tough. It's not something that hides when it's going to get people that disagree with you so much that they wish you harm. Conviction, morals, and values do not hide or run. They stand firm, they dig their heels in, and yes, you can do it from a place of love, but oftentimes, love looks a lot like, hey, you are doing wrong. You are living in sin. Well, you're just going to turn people off, Graham. You're just going to turn people off. That's not your job. See, that's another thing that pastors have lost their ways because they really, they really serve deacons and elders in their church. They don't serve God anymore. They don't answer to God. They answer to the board. They answer to deacons. They answer to flawed men that have their own agendas. You're just going to turn people off. You speaking the truth of the word of God to people, it is. Your job is to do what the Lord tells you to do. If the Lord tells you, which he's told all of us, which is to preach the good news and to preach the truth of the Bible to everyone, that is your job. What those people do in receiving that, that ain't your job. You see, we're mixing up our jobs and our responsibilities. Yes, we're supposed to love everybody. Absolutely. Yes, we're not supposed to go after them with pitchforks and all of the above. Absolutely not. But just because they walk into your church does not mean that you that you dumb down and water down the biblical teachings of the word of God. Because now you've got transgender people that are on live TV talking about how they're Christians and they go to church and they're saying that they don't see Christ in Christians, but they see Christ in themselves. And we've allowed this perversion and this sickness to take place. We've allowed this to happen. And it is time that real pastors, real Christians, and real churches combat this false, blasphemous doctrine with the truth of the Bible in unwavering fashion. They're marching on the Capitol buildings this weekend. They're marching on Capitol buildings right now. Students are planning walkouts as we speak. What is the church planning? What is the church doing? Nothing. They're doing nothing. And do not send me your emails of your church that is doing something. That's great. But you're in the 1%, and you know you're in the 1%. I'm talking to the 99% of churches that are not doing it right. Now is not the time for love or grace. Now is the time for truth. Love and grace have their place. Absolutely they do. But love and grace without truth is nothing. It's enabling. It's worthless. It's useless. Now is the time for truth. Now is the time for warriors. 
Now is the time for backbone. Because what's happening is horrible. That's all I have for this episode. This is my warning to you all. I hope you heed it. Because the battle is coming. The battle's already here, but the battle, the war is coming. The battle's already started, but the war is coming. And we Christians are just standing around, just just waiting to get taken out. Just waiting to get bombarded. And we cannot do this. God bless you guys. We'll see you all again next time.